Welcome back, guys, to episode 10 of Talking Dog Shit. Today, we're going to talk about consequences. You're probably thinking dog consequences, right? Wrong. We're going to talk about human consequences here. And I'm just going to go around the room and we're all going to share a brief little story because we're going to keep this one short and simple to the point on the stories that we hear. And these are real life stories during our evaluations. People coming in for the dog training on actual real life injuries that happen to the owners because of their dogs. Now, I know most recently, someone to my left here has had not one, not two, but I think three, possibly. So Jason, why don't you share some of the stories about some of the dog owners and the injuries that they've had um, because of their dog's poor choices? I mean, literally the last three customers picked their dog up, all during the go home, all telling me, I hurt my back, one, hurt my shoulder, another, and another one tripped me up, going around in circles, knocked me off the ground. Three different, three different, in a row. three different customers. Yeah. Everybody's getting hurt just because their dog's pulling. Simple pulling, like pulling on a leash can lead to these actual real life injuries here. Um, how about you, Miss Alyssa? Oh my goodness, I hear a lot about people, they become trapped in their lives from their aggressive dogs. So they they can't have guests over because dog is um, either charged at or nipped multiple guests or themselves for letting guests in. So not only are they getting physical bites, but they're getting this emotional feeling of being like trapped in their own home. Yeah, I mean, I, I like how you took that to a different aspect. Um, I was thinking more like physical injury, but I mean, that's almost like an emotional injury. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, I guess I so. Because like, you're literally having to. You're a prisoner to your dog. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> revamping your life just to fit your dog's behavior here. Um, and we do see that quite often where people are like, hey, I can't have guests over. I, I can't, can't walk have, my dog. I can't have a relationship. Ooh, like, yeah, there's people that literally, like, gosh, the the breakups that are like really right on the verge. Like people are like, listen, either fix the dog or, or this is over, right? Or we're getting rid of the dog. So like the controlling aspect that <laughs> your dog's behavior. You know how much it costs before you pick the dog up from training. <laughs> that's, that's, that's different. That's a different that's story. That's a little different. Right? <laughs> oh my that's a different kind of fight. Or the separation anxiety one. I have a lot of people I've heard um, can't go anywhere because my dog has separation anxiety. Or, you know, me and my boyfriend can't go on dates. Or unless I bring my dog. I can't do something unless I bring my dog because my dog can't be away from me. Yeah. So, again, I like how I, I didn't expect that. So, like, yeah, I like how you went with like that controlling emotional side that your dog's behaviors that you allow can actually affect your emotionally life. and physically imprisoned by your dog yeah this sounds yeah. like a there you go a lifetime movie or something <laughs> all right should we make a movie <laughs> you're up now you're up kiddo let's see what you got i was gonna bring up two examples one of them was a consultation that i had where the dog resource guarded the couch but it wasn't just any any type of resource guarding. When the husband came in, he literally came with punctures all over his arms. And when asked how many times a day he gets bit by his dog, he said at least a dozen, if not more than that. The wife doesn't because she interacts with the dog the least and stuff like that too. And her main concern was she wanted to be able to cuddle with her dog on the couch. 
The dog has also bit the child too, while resource guarding the couch too. Okay, get the dog off the couch, off the furniture. But I still want to be able to cuddle with my dog on the couch. Yeah, so so we're enabling the behavior by, yeah. but my dog likes the cuddling. Like back to one of our old videos there, like my dog likes to cuddle. Yeah. But like your significant other, spouse, whatever they are to you, literally can't get near you. Or even, you know, having them on like the wrong tools too, like a flexi leash. For instance, we have had a three-legged dog come in here because the owner had it on flexi leash, lock malfunction, dog ran to the street, got hit, lost its leg. I know someone whose mother, a personal friend of mine, her mom lost a finger. So I have even uh, sustained an injury from, and I will fully admit, it was fault on my end too. There was a dog, this was, this was not here. Um, there was a dog out running and I tried to just catch it by the collar and the collar, I, I missed, I didn't grab the dog either but it ended up pulling my finger and I sprained my entire um, flexor tendon and I didn't have use for my hand for about you know two weeks there too. Even just like trying to grab your dog or manipulate it or even trying to break up a dog fight will well, always result in injury if you don't know what you're doing. Well I have a dog fight one really quickly. Um, growing up my parents had litter mates. And they wouldn't, they weren't human aggressive at all, but they would fight each other. And in, my parents didn't know how to properly break up a fight and they would sustain tons of inner injuries. I mean, I have a permanent little nerve damage in my finger from trying to break up the fight as a child. And you know, there's big gashes out of my relatives. That's an extreme example. But like, even if the dog isn't inherently doing something directly to you, you just being the owner can cause plenty of inner injuries if you let these behaviors continue. There's, there's consequences for your inactions and your actions. That's like, precisely right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great way to put it, Jason. Um, I mean, I could go on for days, and I'm pretty sure all of us can, on just the stories we hear. And, like, we joke all the time, we're like, we should make this a reality TV show because the stories we literally hear behind the scenes here, um, you know, we, we have a sign in our eval room. This is, like, judgment-free zone. We want people to actually feel that way. Like, open up, tell us everything. Sometimes they go a little too far. Sometimes the stuff we hear is like, yeah, okay, you could have left that part out a little bit. But, I mean, again, like, like Jason said, the physical injuries that you can receive from your dog just having poor behaviors, um, the emotional side and the controlling side, um, a little bit more on the physical side. But... I'll say like the damaging side that it could be because the damage in the relationship it causes at home, whether it be with your spouse, your children, you know, your, your, your parents. I mean, we've had, you know, kids or adult children still living at home that have their dogs and mom and dad are like, you better fix this damn dog or you and the dog have to go. Hell, what about all the people that aren't getting their uh, deposit back because <laughs> your dog's peed on the carpet? Yeah. You're not getting your you deposit back at that apartment because your dog's peed on the carpet, ate the blinds, chewed ripped the up the carpet, like chewed yeah. the baseboards. Ripped out whole drywall. Or... How many people have almost been kicked out of their apartment because their dog won't be quiet, won't stop barking, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Which so. goes back to where Alyssa was saying, like, they don't leave, right? I can't leave because if I leave, my dog's going to bark or whine, and then I'm going to get a letter on my door or a fine from the, you know, whatever they are, the building people. So, again, more control. Well, and that adds into things like 
more bad behaviors. Like, I have to send my dog to dog daycare because it can't stay alone at my apartment. So, you know, not only are you being manipulated in a sense by your dog and controlled, but now you're spending more money. To Financial bring, side. Yep, to bring your dog to somewhere to watch them, but now your dog's picking up more bad behaviors. So it's just this cycle and cycle and cycle and just fix it. So, so there's another aspect, right? In the financial side, like now you doggy daycare or I have to pay someone to come walk my dog or stay with my dog at the house. Like all these things that could be you know, consequences of just not getting some training on your dog early on. Um, you know, we touch a lot on like corrections and consequences of dog side, but like think of all these things, guys, you know, you get physically hurt, you know, you might not be able to go to work. Um, or you may have permanent damage, like something that just never will go away. Um, you know, the impact emotionally this takes on you where you can't leave your home. I mean, how many people have been in tears sitting in our uh, eval room here? Countless, countless people been in tears of just like, I want my life back, right? Or I want a life. They may have never even had a life yet. Um, so think of all these things when you're starting to research dog training. Like how much better your life can be or the things you can do to prevent these things from possibly happening here, the injuries that can occur. Because um, think about it, you, you break a finger or a hand or an ankle or whatever it is, you might be out of work for a long time. And guess what? There's no finances coming in at this point and you still got the dog that still has the bad behavior here. All right, so think about those things. The, the deposits that you're gonna lose, you know, where, where Jason was saying, you know, dog just ate up the baseboards. Guess what? Now you have to pay for that. That takes an impact on your life. You might have to move. You know, dog is whining all day. They kick you out of your apartment here. Um, you know, the permanent damage. You know, this is something that happened 10 years ago and I'm still suffering from it here. So I just remember we had a dog in here that bit half of someone's ear off. We did. I, rem I just remembered that too, yeah. Oh, All yeah, be just because they were trying to feed them. Yeah, more than one actually, believe it yeah. or not, yeah. Um, I mean, I can't even tell you how many of the owners or children of the owners or in-laws, everything, yeah, they've been bit more than once. Yeah, more than once. And we're not talking just a little nip on the finger, guys, like actual medical attention needing injuries that these people have sustained from their own dogs. This isn't a dog off the street here. So we want to touch a little bit on that here because sometimes you need a little eye opener of like the real consequences that can happen from just teaching your dog to walk on a leash properly. Simple as that can fix a lot of these problems. Uh, preventing separation anxiety. You know, so you're not having these things going on here. Resource guarding. Oh gosh, I could talk on that for everybody <laughs> for days on that one there. So, you know, start thinking about this is the reason why we do what we do because we're getting all this information from you guys. Like we're hearing all these real life stories. We're helping these people get these their lives back. They're helping them build a better relationship with their dog. So it's not always about correct the dog and bad behaviors and dog, etc. It's like. Yeah, these are real life people with real life problems and this is why they come in here. So think about those things when you start thinking about dog training for your dog here, so. Like, you're, you're guaranteed you're not alone whenever you're going through with your dog. Boom, you're not no, alone. No, no, you're not. Thousands of stories. Yep. Don't, 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 Jason, don't. Tell him, Jason, tell, tell him. We're gonna get copyrighted for that, stop. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna later. Oh. All right. 
Um, if you have any stories that you want to share about things that may have happened to you or you know someone you know or anything like that, please, we'd love to hear about it. So comment below, tell us how it happened, or maybe we can help you out and walk you through preventing it going forward in the future. Um, or maybe yourself been this person. I don't know. But we'd love to hear from you guys. Make sure that you're watching us on YouTube. Hit that like button, the subscribe button, and on the podcast platforms, whatever it is you need to do there. And share, no, share, I don't share, think share. so. I don't you think can, so. Yes, you can okay, share it, whatever you do on the interwebs, okay? And we'll see you guys in the next episode of Talking Talk Not Shit. Shit. See you later, guys.